Lead and Be Legendary presents A Name Tag is Necessary. All right, thank you all for tuning in to another episode of A Name Tag is Necessary. I'm your host, Name Tag Alexander. It's been a minute. Um, I actually got a single coming out on June 13th. June 13th is going to be titled Bass, produced by Time Stretch from out in Cali. Very heavy single. Um, I'm going to drop the pre-save link in the description of this show. So y'all can check that out. Make sure y'all subscribe to the podcast is on all platforms where you could uh, listen to or download podcasts, including but not limited to Apple Podcasts, uh, Anchor FM, of course, Spotify and others. So I'm not going to waste y'all time too much. We're going to get right into this. This is um interesting episode because it's just it's funny how you you meet other artists, you meet, you know, MCs, you meet producers on the music scene. And the one common thing that you guys have is more so just music for the most part. But then because of social media, you find out other things that, you know, your uh, your peers are interested in. And because of social media, the guests that I have on, we ended up pretty much having common interest in the Marvel Cinematic Universe for the most part. Now, his goes a little bit more into depth. It's more so the, the vast Marvel Universe. And we're going to get into that during this episode. But I wanted to bring on a producer who I pretty much met on the music scene because of Street Justice. Shout out to Street Justice. Uh, Street yeah. Justice is your favorite group. Ink Town Zone, Inkstern, for those of y'all that don't know, and we all should know, because you can't spell the uh, you can't spell Detroit without the I, which is shout out to uh, SJ and AJ from the uh, Connected Experience for bringing that up. You know what I'm saying? But Inkster Zone, you know what I'm saying? Street Justice. And that's how I met this guy, just pretty much performing um, in a, with, amongst a gauntlet of other dope MCs from the music scene. Ran into this cat, you know what I'm saying? Obviously, like I said earlier, social media connects everyone in such a vast way to where you're like, oh, damn, they interested in that too? I thought, you know, obviously I know it's not just me, but you start seeing it. So we just started building through that, pretty much just kicking in about not just music, but also the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And it's been going ever since, but I bring to y'all peace of mind. Yo, yo, yo. Thanks you uh, for having me on, man. No, I appreciate you, man. Like I said, I wasn't going to yeah. keep you too long. You said this is your first podcast episode. I know you said you did interviews before, but this is your first podcast. Yep, first actual podcast. Wow, wow. Yeah. So we, we're going to try to make this interesting, man. So just, right. just just let the people know a little bit about yourself, where you're from, and, and pretty much how long you've been doing pro- music production, man. So I'm from uh, everywhere that there's a chair for me to sit. Um, I've lived... Uh, <laughs> All over Wayne County, I've lived down by the border of Ohio, um, Colorado for a minute, uh, Detroit, Highland Park, pretty much. Um, Solid. Yeah, uh, right now I'm out in Plymouth, uh, just kicking it. Solid, solid. That's what's uh, up, man. Music now, production, uh, I've been, I think I started making beats around like maybe 02, 03, 04. Um, it was just to have something to rap on. And then, uh, that kind of, that door was easier for me to get my foot in. So I kind of just stopped rapping and focused on just beats. So it's been 20, 20 plus years. Yeah. Oh yeah. Wow, man. Time really do be flying, man. man. So I kind of briefed you of what we'll, we'll kind of get into during the, yeah. uh, the, this episode pretty much, man. So, you know, hopefully you had this in mind, you know, obviously I had some time to think about it, but. Name me three artists and three producers. Three, well, I guess I guess you can do MCs, you can do R&B, whatever genre. 
with three artists, three music producers that would be on your um your fantasy label roster. Almost like how they do fantasy football leagues, but this would be oh, for music. Okay, see when you said fantasy, you threw me off. I wasn't thinking of fantasy football. I was thinking of fantasy, so I was thinking like, yo, fucking people dream walking uh from other multiverses bringing people back to life that aren't here anymore so i kind of went a different direction with it but no that's dope that's actually dope because that just took it to another level so i guess we (laughs) can roll with that (laughs) we can roll with that uh but fantasy if and this is if you had millions in the budget you're working with millions so you could pick whoever but since you took it there go ahead and roll with it yeah so uh for rappers i picked mf doom just because he's one of my my all time favorites. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, uh, Dilla. Because again, one of my all time favorites. His cadence was just like you don't really hear that too much from many people. One hundred nowadays. Another rest in peace. Uh, yep. And then uh, Destroy uh, from the Arsonist. Okay. Okay. Um, I know it's it's kind of like some random ones, like especially Destroy. Destroy is so dope to me. Like I fuck with him heavy. Like since uh, what was that? As the world burns, I love that that project. And then over to the producer side, uh, I kind of cheated. I picked Doom <laughs> and Dilla, <laughs> and then that's uh, a cheat code. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, and then sure. RJD too. Okay. I'm familiar that, with R2D2. That, dude, yeah. that dude's a monster. What he does live is so crazy. That's a fire lineup. I always like to put it out there that you're working with millions in the budget because it's like, okay, I can do whatever. You know, we can take that, put it into the recording time, marketing, or whatever. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? Because there's an app I got it from. And I don't even want to say there. I kind of borrowed the concept of Tabit and tweaked it a little bit. They basically, it's called Fan Label. Mm. it's in the app store and the google play store or whatever and it's like i guess they just take it where you build your label roster and just run with it from there so i was like well what if i did it to where you know what i'm saying you work on you got like i say a million dollar budget or more you get to pick whoever you know what i'm saying whereas right. opposed to they already have i think on fan label they already have the artists there which is more so on the mainstream basis i believe it's still dope nonetheless yeah, yeah. now um i always hear people say I don't want to say always here, but I've seen it before on more than one occasion where people said that there uh, there's no such thing as a classic album anymore because of how we consume albums and how mm-hmm. quick we are to give our takes on albums. The minute that they come out, we've been seeing it recently with the, uh, you know, by the time people hear this, this album is out. Of course, the uh, Kendrick Lamar yeah. uh, new album, Mr. Morale and the Big Sur. Everybody had hot takes immediately. It's like, yo, y'all don't even, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and so, I th- I think how long those albums stay in people like more recent albums, how long they stay in people's yeah. rotation because people's attention span for music is so short. Yeah, like they'll definitely. be on something and they'll be they'll be hype on it, and then two weeks later, three weeks later, this they're onto something else. Like you gotta, like it's so weird now. Definitely, it's just hard to like have a classic album. Yeah, that impact because I always I always gauge a classic album based off of its impact. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I guess now you kind of got to look at that differently because of the internet, you know, social media and everything and what impact it may have had at that point. Um, so when you say impact, you mean as a whole on like the 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 culture, the the world or impact I, I, would, on you? I would say that I would say as the culture in the world, because if you think about an album, for example, like a uh, blueprint, a lot of people hold mm-hmm. that as one of Jay-Z's classic albums, because we remember at the time 
when that album came out and the impact that it had. And this was before the internet even was what it was. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So I, I would say something like that. Um, or hell, even like one of the more in more recent times with classic albums, Good Kid, Mad City. And that yeah. was what we talking 2012, I feel like. So that was that impact was, we remember late 20, no, it was 2012, I feel like. Um, yeah, because my child was born at the time. My daughter was born in 2012. So that impact was crazy that it had. That was what Kendrick's first official debut album. Um, yeah. But if you had to go to just three classic, your three classic go-to albums, not just three classic albums, because we can name those off top, but your yeah. personal three classic uh, go-to albums, what would you say? So for me, um, Slum Village, Fantastic Volume 2, and I'm sure a gazillion people say that just <laughs> yes. you know, because, but I mean, there's a reason everybody says that. No skips that, on that. No, no skips. skips. Not, e- not even the skits. The skits don't get skips. Yeah, yeah, literally. You can you can the, play those. What was that? The Louis Armstrong. Yeah, yeah. You gotta let it run. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. man. Um, what's another? Um, I'm trying to think. What, what was something else about that album? One thing. Shout out to DJ DDT. He pointed out to me how it was mixed. He was like that was one of those albums that was mixed in analog. So that made a huge difference, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Whereas opposed to nowadays, everything is just so digital. You know, you could tell, you could hear it in the mixes or whatever. So I, I get it now as I yeah. compare, you know, certain albums that I listen to. But yeah, man, that album is special. And the the features they had on there, like it was all over the place. Like, man, you know, that album is seriously corrupt. D'Angelo, right. corrupt. Like Future. when I heard, I was like, wait, <laughs> what is it? Is that like when I heard it? I didn't even realize it was him until like. I listened to it another time, and then yep. you know, Peep said his name, and, and I was like, "Oh, that is Busta him. Rhymes, DJ Jazzy right. Jeff." You know what I'm yeah. saying? That that was a shot. I'm like, "What?" Like, <laughs> like he was he was Dilla was flexing all his connections on that. Yeah, album. man. And you didn't, and you really didn't know he was on there until the end of the song. Like, all right, Jeff, do what you like. You may have seen it in the credits, but like, it's at the very right. end. Was all right, Jeff, do what you do. Like, oh shit, DJ. If you wasn't reading the credits, like, oh shit, he right. got DJ Jesse Jeff on here. So oh, all crazy. those drops that I don't know, like that was all Jeff. man, incredible. Yeah. So uh, number two for me is uh, Victor Vaughn, Vaudeville Villain. Okay. Um, you are you familiar with that? That one? I've I've seen that title before. I don't, I don't think I've ever heard the album. Okay, it's one of Doom's aliases. Uh, okay, it's some of my favorite yeah. favorite Doom. Obviously, stuff. that makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> Victor yeah, Vaughn. Victor Vaughn. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Vaughn, the traveling vaudeville villain. We ain't yeah. doing flying fuck. We ain't not feeling them. Yeah, yeah, that that project and the production is so. Actually, I don't think he produced the whole thing. He might have, but it's different for. For Doom, it's very spacey, um, electric. There's some like glitchy noises, and like it's a it's uh-huh. a dope album. That's what I like about when I throw that question out there because I know I'm gonna get an answer where it's like, oh, I haven't heard of that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, then I go yeah. look and be like, oh shit, not get put onto something new. Yeah. And then uh, my number three was uh, Arsonist as the world burns. Okay. I okay. love that. That that's another one that's no. I mean, vaudeville villains no skips for me. But yeah, as the world as the world burns is is another no skip for me. Those are definitely two titles though that I know I've seen before and probably just never like got a chance to check them out. I'm pretty sure I had the chance, but just didn't end yeah, up checking yeah. them out. But now like hearing them presented to me, like yeah, these are. Then when I hear that they're a classic, like okay, I gotta check. Yeah, it out. I think that was a shoot. I, it might have been like 99 as the world burns. I think okay. Like that back then, 
Okay. And then uh, vaudeville, that might have been like uh, 2003 or four or five, six. I'm not too sure of the year of that. I just know that I love it. Word. So, like, man, now we're getting into it because I brought it up earlier just as far as, like, I don't even know how it happened. Like I said, we familiar with each other clearly because of the music scene. We bumped mm-hmm. into each other at a countless numbers of, uh, a countless number of, like, music shows, obviously. But yeah. I forget how it even happened. I'm pretty sure it may have been 2021 when Marvel just exploded again on the scene. You know, obviously, a lot of shit slowed down because of the pandemic with Marvel filming. But it, it had was it around WandaVision when that came out? You know, yeah. I, it was either around WandaVision or it might have been around Loki. It might have been Loki, and it yeah. might have been with the whole reveal of Kane uh, with He Who yeah. Remains. Yeah, and so, I think you posted something on um on um. It was on Facebook, and I and I we had already messaged back and forth through Messenger before about like some yeah. music shit. But then you posted something about that. I, I'm, you, I believe you're right though. It was Loki, and yeah. I know it had to be the season finale because you uh, dropped something there, and I jumped in the uh, message like, "Yo," because when it was it was like you didn't want to spoil it. That's what it right, was. right, right. So instead of me jumping in the comments and spoiling, I jumped in the message like, "Yo," and then we just started, <laughs> and it's just been going on from there, and it's like that's yeah. damn near mostly what we would talk about because it's so right. many theories. Like you, like if somebody were to were to come across our messages, they wouldn't even suspect there's anything musical At about all, anything. Though, but that's like, what makes it so dope, man. It's like yeah. it gives you a chance to like it. Actually, in some way, to me, like I noticed, like. When I go on my uh, my when I go down my rabbit hole of like this this comic book universe to mm-hmm. film to TV show type shit, it inspires the music in some type of way. Like the music oh, yeah. ain't gotta be about it, but somehow it inspires it. And um, absolutely, yeah. So we just continue to pull out theories. Like, yo, did you see this? Sending YouTube videos back and forth. Yeah. So I, it was only right that I presented this question because we we more so keep it Marvel. We never really. It's not that DC is whack, but Marvel is just so great right now with what they're doing. And, I want um, D, I want DC to be great. I really do. I, I've got I nothing mean, against DC. It's all love for them. I'm they got their moments. I'll, I'll tell you this now. Some of their like the cart like the cartoon films that they have. Yeah. Like, I'll watch some of those. Like, with Batman, I'm like, yo, this is kind of dope. I ain't mad at this. But then it's like, when I try to watch the live action shit, they be like, nah, man. Yeah. Um, Especially with, like, some of the TV shows. I, like, mm, I can't man, watch so any cringe-worthy. TV shows, honestly. Like, I've tried so many times to get into the Arrowverse and, yeah. and Flash yep. and, and all that, and I just can't. Like, One of the I, homies put I me on to that. I cosplay at Comic-Cons. Like, I just can't do it. One of the homies put me on to that and was like, yo. You gotta see the thing is, I started watching Flash and I was liking it for like the mm. first seven episodes of season one, and I stopped. Yeah, I was like, I stopped. It got too repetitive. It was like, nah, man, it's saying this. Something about it just wasn't hitting, mm-hmm. and it was just like for me, it felt like it felt like when I first started watching Smallville, right? And I remember liking Smallville for like the first few seasons, and then it just got real campy to me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yo, if they're not going to get my man's uniform at this point to where he's Superman, it's like, fuck it, dog. I, I checked out. And uh, my boy was like, nah, man, you got to you gotta get into the Arrowverse. It, in fact, matter of fact, it was DDT. Now that I think about it. DDT, uh-huh. and I, I feel like my brother told me about it. And yeah. DDT, like, I, I mess with him about it to this day. Like, uh, like, dog, you put me on to that. And it's like, I, I couldn't even get through season two. Like, I did make it through season one. I got <laughs> to season two, and it just got super campy to me. I'm like, ah, you man. Know, 
So I don't know thing, what it is. One thing I noticed is when when the DC when the blah, blah, when the DC shows come out the gate, they're they're most of them are usually pretty strong. Their budget, everything, mm-hmm. they they got some wiggle room to to make some quality stuff. But as it goes, I feel I almost feel like their budget kind of dwindles a little every every season. Like they get less money in their but I don't I don't know the. I couldn't get into it, man. Button. You know, uh, I, I noticed that. I actually noticed that with uh, Doom Patrol, which the first season, I loved that shit. Second season was, uh, it was still good, but I definitely noticed a drop in the, the production value. Man. So, and that, but it brought along the question because I like it was only right that I asked. Oh, yeah. What Marvel character? Do you feel you relate to the most? Uh, see, uh, th- there's a lot of them that I relate little bits and pieces to. Like, I see a lot of them. Like, I'm like, you know, especially when I'm reading and uh, I'll see somebody going through something. And that's what I love about Marvel is you see the characters like going through real shit, like mm-hmm. aside from superhero shit. Made them hum- humanize them. But I would say. I- the most connections that I've ever made to one character is probably Miles Morales. Um, you know, he's into the the hip hop thing. He's into okay. sneakers, video games. Uh, you know, he, he he's made beats like, you know, like I'm every time I read it, I'm like, Oh, that that's me, you know, <laughs> like the movie and shit. But yeah. So um, racial differences aside, obviously, but yeah, no, that's- uh, Miles did, damn, he do he does do uh beats. I forgot about yeah. that. That's what I loved about that video game. Like when you're just going through the menu, like scrolling through the menu, it does like a little kick drum, and then it'll be a hat, and then a snare. Just as you go through it, like I'll be sitting there just making a beat, just going through the menu. That's <laughs> fire. Yeah. So now, how how did you? Because you you got like a range to where it's in depth. Of like how much you know about, cause I'll I'll be like my my knowledge goes as far as like a uh, uh, first few seasons maybe of the X Men original series, the cartoon, yeah. uh, maybe like the first few seasons of the Spider Man cartoon. Uh, whenever they revamped the X Men cartoon, and then like some maybe a portion of the comics, and then there's the MCU, and that's as yeah. far as it goes for me. I've been following clearly since like '08 when they first like kind of brought that into the fold. But right. like your knowledge goes a little bit deeper than that as far as like the comics. So like how did that take part for you? Like how did that become a thing? You know what I'm saying? Where you had time, like, yo. Yeah. So I think I was like comic. I can't remember how exactly how old I was, but it was like late eighties, early nineties, early nineties probably. Okay. I was living in uh downtown Plymouth and uh there was a comic shop right right downtown Plymouth, Cardomics, Cards and Comics. And uh, we used to, it would be like summertime of my parents to get lunch while they were off and, you know, working and we're being kids doing bad shit. Work. And we would say, shit, we don't need food. Let's go buy comics. And uh, so we just spend all of our food money on comics and then, uh, you know, almost pass out from heat exhaustion and not uh, having any protein in our system. So, man, would you have ever thought that just being interested in that early on that it would have became what it is now with like just the franchise that the 
what no. the MCU, what Marvel has become with the cinem- with this cinematic universe. Even even in my wildest, like, man, oh, what if, what if, like, I I never, I don't think I ever would have pictured something going it's, on. Like it's this. genius it's quality. It's know? genius level, man. Like just yeah. to think of that, like even with, like, what we was talking about earlier with with the dream walking, the whole Doctor Strange situation, right. like just that's. The multiverse, like, come on, man. The just right. whole thing, I, that's just genius to me because I know I wouldn't have thought of that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. To where it just it make you think about, like, dang, is that, you know what I'm saying? How they say art imitate life, life imitate art, vice versa. Like, they got it, they pulled that from somewhere. You know what right. I'm saying? Right. Like, cause this stuff they thought of, like, back in the, you talking about like X Men and everything, all that. That's like, we talking about stuff from back in the 60s. So it's like, yeah. Yeah, how much, where did they pull this from? What they know that we don't know, you know what that I'm whole, saying? That whole that dream, whole dreamwalking shit. I mean, not the dreamwalking part, but the how like dreams are um, visions of your alternate life. Yeah, like I've been saying that same shit for like two decades. Like, and then uh, like if you go like way way back in my posts, like I actually made posts about it. Shit, like, I, I years thought ago. it before, but it just yeah. like it didn't sound believable if it's coming from me, but like for it to be yeah. presented on film like that, make you think like, yo, word, uh, yeah, I right, see that being a right, thing. Right. I remember watching, Um, I was in 11th grade. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, I was in 11th grade and I um went on a date to see X-Men 2 because I don't even remember nothing that was being out at that time, but I remember going on a date yeah. to see X-Men 2 and um. And I remember, like, after the movie was over, this 11th grade me we talking about. Yeah. And I remember just randomly saying, like, man, I wouldn't be surprised if none of that, if some of that stuff is, like, pulled from somewhere real, like a real place. Like, there's they probably experimented on humans that fought, you know what I'm saying, in the military or whatever, <laughs> and experimented with adamant, adam, what is it, adam, uh, what was it, adamant? Adamantium, yeah. yeah I mean, I don't know, you know I don't know if it went if it went that far but yeah, yeah they absolutely <laughs> experimented on on soldiers and and people and humans and who knows yeah, all that captain like, america shit i'm like man what if they did that they got to pull that from somewhere and all i know is like that yo, summer especially like the countries that don't give a shit about human rights like uh man you know all i know is that summertime that that was summer 03 when that happened like the the black well I, the movie came out this was during the school year, obviously, but summer '03 is when the blackout happened, yeah. and um, she broke up with me. And and I I always be wondering, like, man, I wonder was that like the trigger that just was like, nah, this this guy ain't <laughs> like a, <laughs> like you thinking like, nah, I'm cool, but um, yeah, Thanks, man. man. <laughs> <laughs> but like, so you also, man, you do this, you do this thing now where you present, and I'm pretty sure you've been doing it for a while, but. I'm new to it as far as you presenting it on uh, Instagram. That's why I first saw it. Will you give new life to sneakers, man? Like, I've seen you do it with top tens. I've seen oh, you do yeah. it with the forms. Well, how long have you been doing that, man? Explain, explain uh, to because I don't want to word it wrong, but explain to yeah. me what that is and, like, how I long just, have you been doing that? I just do, uh, you know, custom shoes. Like, you know, paint put paint on shoes <laughs> as simple as it is like uh yeah i just you know i look at the shoe it's an easel or not easel it's a, a canvas and i put paint on it put man it. i only been doing it since uh what would that be uh beginning of 2020 so just over a year 
Is, uh, See, and I, I didn't want to assume. I didn't want to assume because yeah. you know a yeah. lot of people picked up new things during new new habits, new hobbies, new yeah. new talents during the pandemic. So I'm like, yeah. has he been doing this for the way you, how you do this? It looks like you've been doing it for years. I used to you know paint a lot as a, okay. as a kid okay. and like throughout my life. Like I've always been uh, drawing shit, drawing comics, painting stuff. Like ah, okay. Oil, so it's oil, always been there. Clay, and then uh, you know I kind of stopped doing all that stuff and was just doing music for for all that time and then uh like you know during that pandemic like shit was fucking weird man like i got depressed and i'd be making beats and the shit would just sound so depressing because you know my mood yeah into my music and i was like i don't i don't i don't need a bunch of depressing ass beats yeah so i was like you know uh let me, let me pick this. up something else yeah that's man, that's fire because you done did. I seen you do. Did you do some Spider Man ones? I feel like. Oh yeah, I did a couple Spider Man. I did like a Miles. I did a actually some a couple Hulk. Miles Spider Gwen. ones too. Spider Gwen ones was hard. Oh yeah. We're gonna drop a link to your Instagram in the description because I, I know that's where you put a lot of it at. And then obviously Instagram is more so for the imagery anyway. Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna uh, make sure so people gotta check that out, man. So that way, shoot, man. I don't know if you're just doing it as a hobby right now, but that way you can start getting some customers flowing through because that <laughs> shoot, uh, man. Yeah, no, I'm doing uh I'm doing customer I'm actually working on a customer shoe right now. Like I actually rarely get a chance to do a shoe just for myself just nowadays. Cause. You know, like I've, I'm so busy doing other people's shoes. So, yeah, it's definitely it's a uh, I had no intentions of it either. Like, you know, I was just doing it for fun. But uh, kind that's of fire, man. Up a little bit. That's fire, man. I said I wasn't going to keep you long. Just wanted to pick your brain a little I bit as far know. as the music, the comics. You know what I'm saying? Because it, it, yeah. I, I respect like I like I say, I'm into it, but I'm not as in depth. I'm learning like you. I always say like I'm, I ain't too far into it, but I'm always willing to go back because that's obviously that's why this stuff is timeless you know what i'm saying i go back and look i tell you it's like yeah i was reading this and i saw that they said this you'd be like yo what's in this comic book if you go look like oh word like dude, i'm just man it's, it's exciting. i mean we're it's all exciting. we're all learning there's way too many comics and way too much comic knowledge out there for one person to really know everything anybody that that does probably just went on wikipedia or marvelpedia or whatever it is marvelpedia like, that, that's just, funny there's i'm i'm learning yeah man that's, that's <laughs> cool. but, but it, it's a select few like who, who whose mind i respect when it comes to this like you there's novelist there's hero uh hero beats and and is i and um and kirby for sure catchphrase like oh and definitely a red for sure oh man. yeah like, yeah definitely like yeah, yeah man it's certain minds that i respect when it comes to this man so i just like i say it just be interesting just something just outside of the realm of music you know what i'm saying it's something yeah. that it's, a, it's a common interest that everybody can have man i think it's very dope i said i wasn't gonna keep you too long man make just drop where the people can find you at, whether it be, well, you know, the social media handles pretty yeah, much. So, uh, peace of mind, three, one, three on IG, uh, Twitter, though. I've kind of been staying away from Twitter. So yeah, you can find me on Instagram. Peace of mind, three, one, three. Dope. Dope. I'm gonna drop that in, in, uh, in the description of the show as well, man. And that's a wrap, man. Another episode of name tag is necessary. Peace. A name tag is necessary.